Hello and welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Today we're taking you across the world to the country of Lebanon, where a massive explosion ripped through the city of Beirut on August the 4th. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. How are you, Pastor? I am doing great. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing better than some folks. Well, isn't that the truth? Aren't we blessed today? We are blessed. I don't know what you were doing on Tuesday, August the 4th, but when I first saw, I don't even know where I saw it, but on social media, I suppose, or on the news somewhere, of the massive explosion that happened, immediately I thought of these folks who are with us today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. You know, everybody can, uh, when, when, when events like this mm. transpire, I can take you to exactly where I was. I was traveling. Yeah. And uh, when the notices first started coming in on my phone, obviously the first thing that I thought of was mm. uh, Missionary Azar and his family, the, the church, the apostolics of Beirut. And... Uh, yeah, it was a riveting moment waiting to get that first response that everything was okay. So if you haven't seen it yet, we're going to roll a quick video here just to show you exactly what happened. And the scale of this destruction is unbelievable. Look at that. And then it plays again in slow motion. We will link um, this stuff on our episodes if you want to go and see it in more detail. But just some of the things I've been reading about this is incredible. They say it registered 3.3 on the U.S. geological, yeah. you know, those sensors they have for seismic activity. Yeah. Uh, you were saying they felt it? They felt it as far away as Cyprus. Wow. Incredible. That's an, uh, that's an amazing, an amazing impact. Incredible. So, Brother Azar, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. And we are certainly appreciative, number one, that you are okay. Absolutely. Wow. That your family's okay and that the church is okay. But secondly, we are just honored that you have taken time to give Kingdom Speak a little update and uh, some, some first-hand experience at, at what took place. So, man, I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to open up and just let you give us um, that, that first-hand experience of where you were and, and, and what took place and how it impacted you. Thank you, Brother McKillop. First, I, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be here uh, on Kingdom uh, Podcast. And uh, uh, really, it's been a very, very difficult week uh, for us here in Lebanon. Uh, we're still trying to put our minds, wrap, wrap, wrap up our minds around. Uh, yeah. and, uh, uh, Tuesday, a week ago, uh, that afternoon, we were at church uh, loading boxes of food and uh, bringing them into the sanctuary. And um, 
getting them ready to to give away. Lebanon has been in, affected tremendously with uh, the financial problems and the mm. meltdown that, that with the banking system that we've had, and uh, inflation went up about eighty percent. So we did you say eighty? Eighty percent. Wow! In the last the how long? Had lost value. Well, the it's been it's been on a, a roll. You know, uh, we've had it's started earlier this year, and it's wow. keep, the lira keep losing value, and uh, things things of course Lebanon de- completely depends on import, and so we don't have any any industries here. But um, plus, we've had some sanctions, some sanctions on Syria that has affected Lebanon tremendously, mm-hmm. and. Um, um, because of the economic problems, a lot of people who have money in their banks, they can withdraw their money. And that it has caused a lot of uh, problems and financial, social problems. So our church has been on a drive uh, first to take care to try to help families within, within in Beirut, within our church, uh, and then help, help families that they are close to us. Uh, the need has just was growing from week to week. And so at, at the beginning of each month, we, we normally we, we would uh, buy wholesale foods. We box them. We put, we put tracks and, and, and Bibles in them. We give them away. And so that particular Tuesday afternoon, we were just uh, getting the boxes into the church. And uh, we would have people come to the church and pick them up. And uh, right as we finished, I was there with two of the brethren. Uh, as soon as we finished, I, I had a meeting uh within less than half a mile from the explosion and wow. uh, we were looking at a, at a possibly a, a school that was uh, uh closing down that's how the deal is we have a lot of the schools are closing and we're, we're trying to get a, a place a building uh where we can um, uh, start uh, expand our school and take more children and so, but but I was so tired working that day, and I just thought, well, I I, I called the, the the man, told him we'll we'll meet tomorrow morning, and uh, mm. so we postponed the meeting, and I left home, and uh, the two brethren who were there finished up at the church and uh, and left, and uh, I think I believe it's about 15 minutes drive. We we live about 15 minutes away from the church on one of the hills, uh, a hill right outside of the city. When I got into the parking lot, I was going into the, uh, the front of our, our building apartment, and I heard something loud. And uh, so at that moment, trying to get into the elevator, my wife uh, uh, came down the, the stairs, and she was uh, uh, calling for me. And, and at that moment, within minutes later, we've, I've heard another uh, strong explosion Mm-hmm. And we, our our uh, apartment is about maybe five six miles away from the explosion, but it felt like a missile hit wow. the building. Wow! And, um, and my first thoughts were maybe you know we use propane gas uh, tanks. Yep. I thought maybe sure. the propane gas blew up in the building or something. And my wife came and uh, and the uh, neighbors. Uh, we live on the third floor, so all the neighbors were coming out. Everybody didn't know what was happening. I thought something happened in our apartment. So I went crazy looking out for the girls and mm-hmm. called them. Jana, my, our youngest, was, was immediately responded. Joy was not. She was in the back of the house. And, 
and uh, I was looking for joy, and uh, and then, thank God, she was she was uh, safe. And so we looked wow. around. It, it, there was we we didn't know what happened. So we went outside the balcony, and uh, brother McKillop, you've been in our apartment. So we looked yes, over the city, and you can see a smoke, big wow. large smoke, covering covering the the city. So we knew that that's been a major major explosion in wow. Beirut. Um, wow! Was and about did, ten minutes later, they called me from the church. I'm sorry. So did um, did it affect damage your apartment at all, or or was there any impact that way, as far as literally on your apartment, or was you far enough away that that it was okay? We were we were far away, but what also helped is we had the the uh, balconies open, the windows open. So the pressure, we felt the pressure, but because the windows were open, we didn't have any broken glass or anything ah, like that. Shockwave, so the pressure yeah. went straight through. Okay. Yeah. But uh, you can, you, we, wow. could feel, we could feel the shaking. Yeah. I mean, wow. some of those videos, you see that shockwave going across the entire city. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, they called me 10 minutes later, they called me... Uh, to go to come down to the church and i immediately uh drove straight down and uh, so you drove towards you drove fire. towards the fire absolutely you know um uh, they called me that there was a massive destruction at the church and uh and I, I wanted to drive to see what has happened check on our church people we have we've we've rented uh the, the fourth floor in our apartment, we have several families live there, and uh, I was concerned that some of them might have been injured, things like that. But uh, uh, five to six minutes, maybe before I got to our church, as, as soon as I started getting into the city, you can start seeing the destruction. Uh, you ah. can see shattered glass everywhere. Uh, people wrapping their heads; they've been injured through something had fell on them. Uh, because of the waves, and you can see the stores. You know, we have a lot of uh, storefronts sure. with metals and glass just twisted. It's like a tornado swept through that area, just destruction everywhere. When I when I got to our street, where the church is located, uh, we were I can tell we were mostly impacted because our street has kind of opened. Our church is about two miles away from the explosion, so it took as it was in the in the. Uh, dangerous zone, uh, sure. the most damaged uh, zone of the of the impact, uh, and so this is when I got to the church building, and so all our front, you know, all our front is glass that was uh, blown away from the pressure, and we have walls and doors right behind, and we've built some rooms for Bridge of Hope School right. that also was was blown blown out, and uh, of course all the electricity, the wires. Um, uh, and then the sanctuary, you know, we had we had a drop ceiling, and it was all twisted, and some had fell, but the, the whole structure of the uh, drop ceiling was was twisted, and um, some of our equipments were were damaged also. So your church but is inoperable. God, it is. Uh, uh, thank God we we had two brothers, couple of uh, they were inside the church. In that particular room, first room, wow, uh, just minutes before the explosion. So I, I know they wow. would have 
been injured or, or God, God forbid, uh, hurt, severely wow. hurt because of it. But wow. none of our church family, we have we have a family that lives maybe maybe within half a mile from it too. Ah. It happens that day at that moment they went down to the second floor inside inside that building, and when they God saved them. So none of our family has been hurt. Not we one. Just give God glory. Not one person wow. had had a scratch. And we, we just give God all the glory and the honor. We had a brother who, wow. who translates for me. He was working uh, a street right behind the explosion. There's a highway, and he was working in a building there. And he was short on something, and he went to buy it. And then he decided just to come back the next day. The building was had f- uh, fell down, collapsed, the, the building that he was working at. Working at. Bro. And uh, so we... we this that Wednesday we we just had Sunday we had testimonies of how God's oh, faithfulness and how good God is and, and God kept our you know that um, I know that our church has heard this story, um, but man, it, it may be a good time for you to to just tell it again for those that may uh, be listening to our podcast that that are just being introduced to you the first time, but. The picture that was taken of you downtown, and it was raining everywhere, but right where you were standing, and you've taken me to that spot. Amazing. It's a it's an amazing an amazing That's thing, right. but but what a testimony through this uh, terrible explosion that God God was doing exactly that. Why don't you just give a quick Absolutely. a quick account of that? Um, of that story for our listeners today. Absolutely. Let me, let me get that picture. As, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm staring at it. Let me grab it real quick and show it to you because that's exactly what I did. I said, I looked at that picture. I said, God, huh. you're faithful. Lord. Yeah, that's right. Every time wow. something is happening, we look at that picture and I'll, I'll grab it right away. Yeah. It yeah, was, it was incredible. an amazing thing to go there. I've got, I've got a picture taken on that spot and uh, that's exactly what there you go this is this is it this is the picture and we were standing we were standing right in downtown beirut and we were praying that's in 2012 and we were praying uh if uh seeking the will of god felt like god wanted us to come back to lebanon and uh, at that time the war in syria was on its height ISIS was on the border of Lebanon trying to break in. We had car explosions in the city, suicide bombers, all kinds of problems, and felt God called us to go to let to Beirut to start the church. And uh, that's when I was praying, asking God for confirmation. I said, Lord, if you want me to go, bring take my family, I would, but I need to know. Yeah. And <sighs> I need confirmation that you're going to be with us. And this is when we were standing, and it... Uh, a brother who was standing uh, with us stepped outside, called out, and took this picture. And I want to ask him, why are you taking a picture? He said, well, look, it's raining everywhere, but not where we're standing. And uh, this is when I looked up, Man. and I saw there was nothing, no covering. And I looked down, pointed down, said, you're right. And the Lord spoke to us, spoke to my heart at that moment to go back to Lebanon, that he would have us covered. Wow. And uh, I'll tell you, God's been faithful. Wow. We've been through quite a bit here in Beirut, but uh, God had kept us through 
suicide bombers through ISIS, through, through, through this recent, I would say almost on a nuclear level, it was a nuclear For sure. tactical level explosion. But God, God's faithfulness and, and God had kept us and kept our church family. And wow. we just give him all the glory and thank One you. of the things that is stuck out to me was on your social media, brother, you posted a video and you have some of your Sunday school children testifying. Yeah, I want to play that right now. It's incredible. Just give me a second here, guys, and we're going to tee this up. But this is unbelievable. So at the start of the video, before we play it, there's a part where it says your newest member. Can you yes. just explain a little bit of what we're going to watch in this video? Absolutely. This brother, he is a, a convert from Islam, and he came to our church, got baptized, and and got the Holy Ghost, and uh, just really on fire for God. And he's, he's a new member, and he was one of the men that they were at the church helping uh, to bring in the boxes of food inside inside the church, and went up to the roof of the building with one of our uh, brother brother Jihad who who lives uh, in the church building on the rooftop. And uh, so they were there together when they felt the impact. And uh, he spoke about how he felt the, the building go back and forth. Wow. Way, Man. And, uh, wow. I've, I've heard you, I've heard you mention um, a couple of times, brother Azar, that, that people went to the second level and because they weren't on the first level. So the impact was obviously much worse on lower levels absolutely that's what happened it seems like throughout the city um uh, most of the the floor level uh, the the ground levels and uh, first and second floors has had the tremendous impact that wave from the explosion kind of went and swept through okay um wow, wow. But, wow. but if you go closer to the to, to the area where the explosion is there i mean the, over there even the buildings the upper floor buildings have suffered sure uh, major damages okay let's sure. watch this video we we felt the building was uh, swaying uh, left and right and then the big explosion happened where uh, all the windows all the doors uh, the glass shattered the ground this is inside the building and that footage from in the church is just unbelievable it's our Sunday school. don't tell me that's coincidence nobody was hurt and this is awesome Kept us alive. God. Amen. I think those kids just said all that we're trying to say in like two seconds. <laughs> That's so true. Wow, wow, wow.
I have, um, I've had the privilege of being with you, I guess, a couple of times in Lebanon. And it's, it's a beautiful, absolutely beautiful country. And um, the diversity, I have so enjoyed any discussions that I had with you, even, even as it relates to all of the culture that is there. And the fact that that due to the that diversification, Lebanon is one of the only places, if not the only place, that Christianity is is permitted in the Middle East openly that evangelism can take place. Um, but all of that being said, the political climate there has been probably one of the most complicated. Um, the complicated things that, I, that that I've ever ever heard, and you've explained it to me a hundred times. How each of the different uh, factions—the Muslims, the Christians, the—and they all have a role to play. What uh, we're we're all reading it here, and 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 there is a degree of skepticism with anything that we read in mainstream media. What is the political climate like there right now, as far as it relates to um, this this explosion and the developments? I mean, we're we're reading about riots taking place in the street. Uh, the prime minister and the government right. is resigning. Can can you can you shed a little light on that? Absolutely. You know, Lebanon for years been a battleground for many uh, regimes and nations from. Uh, from the Middle East and Europe and the West, and uh, you know we neighbor Israel, we're the north on the northern border of Israel, and so we've had uh, a lot of different countries that has uh, been are involved in Lebanon directly and indirectly, and so we have a different political groups that belongs to different countries and so forth, or supported by different countries. Um, uh, after I would say I would say we've had uh, after the explosion now since since October 17 of last year Lebanon has start, has been in a revolution. Uh, people been protesting because of the corruption because of the uh, high taxation. Uh, Lebanon is one of the I mean I think Dubai is more expensive but one of the most expensive countries in our areas in our region. And uh, um, just real estate, everything is so so expensive, and uh, so there is a lot of protesting going on. And uh, uh, one government collapsed, and there was another new government that was formed. But uh, since the explosion, we've had people have just been protesting almost on a daily basis. The government, the recent, the, the last government has has uh, resigned. Actually, I believe yesterday, uh, wow. and. Uh, and uh, they're in the process of trying to form uh, another government. But there's a lot of chaos on the streets, a lot of violence that's been taking place. And uh, um, just it feels like, um, you know, people lost everything. They, they, oh. uh, they lost their homes. They lost their, they, they, a lot of them lost loved ones. And so there's a lot of anger and sadness and hopelessness that has taken place over, over the city, over the people. Wow. And so they, they want change. They want accountability. And uh, uh, so it's a very, very, uh, Lebanon needs prayer at this time. A lot of prayers. 
will will this will this trigger um, another election or like how is another government formed well there is there is there's really concerns about a civil war starting you know Lebanon was in a civil war for 15 years and it ended in 1990 and uh, so there's a lot of different because there's a lot of different groups involved there, there's a concern that a civil war will start or there's a major compromise uh, we thank God recently we've had several European nations uh, trying to get involved and trying to spend mainly France trying to help Lebanon and yes. so we, we're hoping that a new government will come that won't have the old uh, politicians in it and they'll, they'll bring real reform uh, uh, Lebanon has a lot of great potential and it's really a gateway uh, we see it as a gateway for the gospel uh, for the Middle East. For sure, um, you know, we have we have a Christian uh, president by by the constitution. He has to be a Catholic, and uh, so the the power in the government is is divided among Muslims and Christians half in half. And so, we do have a, quite a bit of freedom to preach the gospel, baptize people uh, from different backgrounds openly. And there's no no threat. So we're praying that that God will keep His hand on Lebanon, help us through this this transition. Wow, wow. Well, we definitely will be praying with you uh, towards you. that Thank end. You. That's so. Um, if we could just talk just a few moments about um, how how you see things going forward. So what, what, how is this affecting um, what you see the future of the apostolics of Beirut becoming? So I guess there's two things that we need to, that I, that I really would like to have your, your um, view on. We've talked um, personally about this, but I'd like to share it with, with others. And so that is how do we help you immediately with the, effects and the the consequences of what uh, the entire country's dealing with with the explosion and then how has this affected um, the vision and and the plan for going forward uh, brother McKillop I, I want to uh, say first that we are uh, committed to the work in Lebanon yes sir doesn't matter what comes our way and um, we, we we were committed to staying in Lebanon under any circumstances until either the rapture takes place or the Lord takes us there is no question you know, about retreating I can I can speak to this from from being there um, I know that it's been a horrific eight to ten days but I, I can I can um, independently verify that what you are saying is is accurate because even prior to the last few days there are very few that i know who would be willing to stay and try to build a church in a country as volatile as what you're in yeah we say we are persecuted in north america mm, yeah i've never had a suicide bomber go off beside me when yeah. i'm going downtown absolutely just saying absolutely so um, I, I I know that you probably uh, feel the need to to reiterate that, but but I felt that commitment and witnessed it mm. firsthand. So mm. um, 
I, I think that you and your family are cutting edge. Amen. Um, exemplary. Mm-hmm. Exemplary apostolic pioneers. So um, oh, thank you. Our so pledge to you. Of God. Our pledge to you is that we're going to help you make that happen. That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much. We we were very thankful, Brother McKillop, uh, for you and your church family. You all have been a great blessing to us and to our family and to the work in Lebanon. You know, and, and I, 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 I want to say that the last couple of years, what we've seen God do in Lebanon, the people, the souls that's been saved, the, the people that, that constitute the Apostolic Church of Beirut, that we see God throwing people, filling them with the Holy Ghost, wow. people from throughout this region. Uh, we uh, this is something that draws us to the work here, and it's like our our baby you can't leave it. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, yes, we're able to travel, but uh, uh, there is there is a, a, there are people here, and and uh, there's a work that God wants to do in Lebanon. And we, I believe it from all of my heart that that uh, God uh, has covered us and protected us, and He will continue. He will he said do it. A thousand will fall on your right and. 10,000 on your left. <laughs> yeah. You might see it with your own eyes, but it won't hurt you. So we we, uh, we really are thankful to be in the will of God, to be part of the work in Lebanon. Uh, our vision at this uh, from, from from now is we, uh, our church has, has sustained a substantial damage. And uh, mm-hmm. um, we've been leasing this place. We're coming into our fifth year here. We, this, this, we've rented this up this church building and the school. And uh, uh, my main concern is the last two floors, which uh, uh, they've been added to the building and they have cracks in them because the building suaded. Wow. We are afraid that some of the these floors, we've had over uh, 30 or 40, they said, building collapse in Beirut already. And wow. some have been, are collapsing. And so uh, my concern is that we'll have some some of the walls collapse and uh, mainly the upper floors and fall into our sanctuary. Our sanctuary is is extension of our building. Sure. And uh, so what what we want to do, what what I feel like God would want us to do is is we got we we we've cleaned the debris. We've we've uh, fixed as much as possible. Uh, we do need to make it uh, at least be able to use the Sunday school rooms and to fix the, some of the uh, instruments we have in our sanctuary and some of the walls, make it temporary fix. And from there, uh, try to find uh, another property where we can uh, move into uh, that's more safe and, and we can Absolutely. have a permanent home for, this, for the church and for Bridge of Hope School. So that's that's what we are uh, hoping to do we still have about two and a half month lease on on our building now and we're hoping praying believing god to have at least a down payment where we can put it toward another property and, and move into it oh, yeah that that's um that's awesome um when we were talking i guess maybe last week um you you foresee what has even transpired in the last few days, the last week, week and a half, to affect real estate prices. Right. So it's it's really it's really fundamental that 
the church is in a position to capitalize on mm. on that that effect the dip if you will on real estate prices and man if 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 you could be in a position to pick up a piece Absolutely. of property what a what what a what an opportunity for god to take something tragic and turn it into absolutely. a blessing absolutely uh, brother mckillop the 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 real estate in lebanon is equivalent almost to i would say maybe new york or some of these areas uh just because of the strategical place of, of beirut and and uh, where lebanon is a square meter in uh, in prior to to uh, the financial problems we have prior to the explosion in our uh, in our area was about twenty five hundred dollars. So you're talking about nine square feet, about twenty five hundred. There you the have prices it. Had Ouch. Went down. Yeah. yeah. Just just for so, um, just for <laughs> comparison and contrast sake, um, our church bought one hundred and fifty acres for two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so this would be I don't a- know how many square meters that is. <laughs> I know, you know, Brother McKillop, just to be uh, frank and, and, and honest, today I was talking to a couple of real estate, and even with this uh, financial collapse, I, and uh, we really need a miracle. We need God to help us to be able to get to get a place. Mm, Jesus and I name. believe he will. It's going to happen. I believe he will. That's right. I believe it. Amen. I believe it. Um. You know, I the, the entire world is has been so shaken. You know, 2020 has just been um, a, a unique experience for us all. And it's forced the apostolic church to, to adapt. The, the, the reason that we're even doing this podcast is, right. is proof positive that um, the church has to adapt. So, um, first and foremost, I personally am heavily vested in our church in missions. We believe in it. And it's part of the vision of Kingdom Speak to be a platform that we can, we can, we can aid and help missionaries, um, with with projects such as this so we've experienced it i've spent a lot of time discussing this with a number of missionaries the i mean you can't travel right now so the the in in a pre-covid world when you had a need such as what you're facing you would jump on a plane right You'd come to North America, yeah, exactly, and you'd stack as many services in a week as you could, and you would deputize until you could raise the funds. But right. I mean, you—you've personally been through what four or five months that your family couldn't even get back to Lebanon to be with you. It's true. It's true. Um, and this is not just unique to Lebanon, Brazil. My brother in Belize. The, Every missionary is feeling that um, that separation from their support base that we stereotypically and traditionally 
would return back to North America, and we would we would entreat um, the buy-in, if you will, from churches. And I, I think I think that this is pushing the church um, into another uh, another channel yeah. of being able to meet that need. Exactly. And so, although I'd love to have you in Plaster Rock and us to share a coffee and have a meal, um, we're, we're, we're going to buy into this, whether you're able to fly over here and ask for it or not. That's right. And I think, if I may be so forward or bold, that, that churches better start doing that. And I believe that they are. But the last thing that needs to happen in a world that we're in right now is that support starts dropping off for missionaries just because they can't get back to that home base and reconnect. So I am publicly pledging to you that we're going to do our part in, in supporting, in supporting this initiative. And we're going to try to do use this platform to try to get as much um, traction as we can. We talked um, last week, you were stating that somewore in the vicinity of eight to ten thousand dollars to get your church somewhat operable. And again, you're not wanting to put too much invest too much into that property due to the fact right. that there's so much structural um, that, that, that the structure's been compromised, so why invest in it? You may be moving on. But still, you need to be able to have church there for the next few months. Right. So eight to $10,000 is what we need to meet that need. U.S. funds, same time Canadian. Yes, sir. And then any surplus towards that, am, am, I, am I right in my understanding that that will roll into a, into a slush fund, if you will, for a down payment? Should yes, the opportunity sure. arise, the okay. Amen. Okay. That's that's our plan. So, um, can you tell us how 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 can we help you? What what what's the what's the channel that someone listening to this um, podcast that's moved by what you said they want to buy into what is happening in the country of Lebanon? Um, how how can they let yes, you sir. know, and how can they get funds to you? Well, once the uh, explosion has taken place, we have uh, uh, put up on our website uh, a PayPal uh, link where uh, uh, people who are listening and wants to help are able to go onto our website and uh, okay. send a donation via PayPal. Um, Super easy. Actually... It's very easy. It's the website is, is aobeirut.com. It's aobeirut.com. Okay. And we have we have two links there. Uh, we have one for uh, Lebanon Relief. Uh, our church, uh, since that happened, we've been uh, heavily involved in trying to get food boxes and mm. medicine yes, and try to help those who are immediately uh, uh, affected by the explosion and, and they are closer to our church area. And so uh, people can give to that, and whatever money comes in, we've been buying food, medicine, so forth, and helping folks in that area. And then we have another link for our building fund, and this is where if someone want to help with the repairs, 
uh, right. uh, they can send a donation via that and then anything that's left we're gonna with the help of the lord uh, get a down payment and try to get a property for the church so they can use they can use the website or they can uh, if somebody want to prefer to use a check and send to our ministry in the states uh, they can do that it's apostolic christian ministries and we can i can provide you with the address uh, uh, afterward great uh, and they can send a donation to to that and what we'll do is we'll wire the money back to lebanon and use it for that purpose you just gotta if they would please make sure and write if it's lebanon relief or building fund uh, on the check so we would know how to uh, utilize it sure absolutely but definitely the paypal options quicker Absolutely. It sure is. It's been a, a blessing. For sure. It's very, very convenient. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, I tell you um, what we're going to do, and if there's any other pastors that are listening, I would challenge you to do the same. There's a few out there. There is a few. Um, we're going to take a special offering this Sunday for this project, and um, we are going to be we are going to be supporting you um, in this in this endeavor. I um, thank you, thank you so much. I, I really I was impacted by one video clip that um, was circulating on different media outlets, and it was a video of a man. He's standing in the rubble, hands raised. You can tell he's very angry. And he's screaming, at least what they're telling us, he's saying that Lebanon is cursed. This country is cursed. Hmm. Man, when, when, I, when, I, when I heard that, it, it just struck me at its core. And I'm saying, man, if somehow you could get in touch with Brother Azar, because... Amen. If there's anything, the hope for that country is not in another election. It is not in another right. government. It is in what you are doing in that country. And so it's, it's in the church. The country is not cursed because you are there. You're there to push back that darkness. And uh, Amen. Amen. we are... Absolutely. We're just thanking God that y'all are okay. And I believe God's going to turn this into a blessing. I really do. Amen. Amen. I, I believe it. I believe it. I've got a very important question before we leave. Yes, sir. Is Sabon still open? What? What is this? Sabon is still open. Oh, <laughs> Listen, Lebanon can recover yeah. if we can keep the church wait, doors wait. open and Sabon open. I thought That's guys, all they need. I thought you guys just went over there and prayed people through to the Holy Ghost. What is Sabon? We fasted in between wait. trips to Sabon. You don't show those pictures when you come over, do you? <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. Sabon, it means uh, it, it is good. And That's this right. is one of our really excellent ice cream place oh. and Lebanon has some of the best ice cream and, mm, and mm, uh, mm. i went to their stores to make sure that they stay open. <laughs> yeah 
The family's we okay. <laughs> we checked on the church. We checked on the family, and we checked on Sabon. <laughs> Man, they have baklava, ice cream, Oof. sweets, chocolates. I'm just telling you that the food Lebanese food is in awesome. Lebanon is amazing. I never ate one thing there during my two trips that wouldn't tempt me to get back on a plane to go try it again. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We thank God for that. So, you know, I feel sorry for you and I'm, and I pray for you and I pray for your protection and all of that. But when it comes to food, I envy you. So yes, sir. that's where you pray for us. Yeah. And we'll That's we'll right. enter into an exchange. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Brother Azar, thank you so much for um being with us. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with before we, we close this podcast out? Uh, yes, sir, if I may uh, uh please be in prayer for Lebanon, be in prayer for the healing of, of the people. Yes, sir. And uh, and uh, that that God will will God God is is going I believe God's going to turn this thing around yes. and uh, is going to draw the people's heart to Him mm-hmm. through it all. I I'm, I'm we still stand on His promise in Isaiah twenty nine seventeen that says, "Is it not yet? And Lebanon shall be a fruitful field, mm. and the field shall be esteemed as a forest." And He said, "In that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book, and the blind eyes." shall see our obscurity and our darkness and we're believing god for his promise and this is where it's going to happen in jesus name amen i believe that with you i believe Amen. keep doing what you're doing brother absolutely thank you god bless you all All right, Kingdom Speak listeners, the challenge has been issued. Please don't be a freeloader. If you're listening to this podcast, it's not costing you anything. So here's my challenge to you. Skip one of those $10 drinks at Starbucks. Go to A... You should skip those anyway. (laughs) Go to aobeirut.com and donate that money to this fine apostolic missionary family. Wow. I mean, what we heard today was incredible. 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 So there it is. What an episode of Kingdom Speak. And this was part of the vision of Kingdom Speak all along to help. Help us share this. Get it out. Yeah. Get it out. Our friend, brother Jeff Hoffer, is going to be sharing this episode through his HDR streams. And the goal of this is not to make Kingdom Speak amazing. It's to get some help to Beirut. So wherever you are, wherever you're listening, thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Kingdom Speak to keep this show alive. And we'll join you again next time on Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop.